WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And away we go, live on this Wednesday, October 25th. It is indeed Kale and Company, right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Always live on the free Odyssey app. And of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube. As we head until 10 o'clock this morning, 855-839-1210, the phone number, Twitter and Instagram, the radio station at 1210 WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Dawn Stenzlin with the news. Greg Stocker is the chairman of the board. Daniel Valdez, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers. It's a Wednesday. That means we have Tony Bruno live from Florida coming up at 825 this morning. And something went terribly, terribly wrong in South Philadelphia last night. Wow. Dawn, how are you? Halfway on my way to work, flat tire, and I what? thought, well, this is apropos for last night. Wait a flat minute, flat tire. And, and you didn't, uh, we didn't, you didn't tell any of us. Well, she it made was, it on time. No, I know, I get it, but like, it's the, you know, this isn't the I, first time we're speaking, and you're I saying, I got this. <laughs> I got it. I'm good. You didn't have... Don't ask Rob Thompson for a change. I know. You know what it is? Some people have to get her done. You know what it is? other people last night didn't. You know what it is, Nick? (laughs) What's that? It's that she knows that nobody on this morning show staff (laughs) could could, could help her at all. Or she also knows... (laughs) We start at 6 a.m. And she just got it done. Wow. Hi, Hi, Gregory. How are you? I'm... I'm... So, did you... Did you call for help? What no, happened here? I just got her done. Just did it. You changed here. the tire? In yeah. The, in the dark. On the side of the road. That's right, baby. She didn't even tell Larry. <laughs> she just did it by herself. That's what I thought. If this were Larry, he would go, Dawn. You know, <laughs> unlike our teams in this city, <laughs> unlike our Republican leadership, we just get things done. I am so impressed. I Look, look, I get it. The Phillies lost. We, we can yeah. bitch and complain about it for, you know, there's another station for that. Yeah. They're gonna need the suicide hotline over there. <laughs> um, but but I'm so impressed that you got a flat tire, changed it, and got here on time. That's right. I think we should give her off Friday, to be honest. <laughs> no, I don't. No, it's just I just thought this is so you know, it's just this is so apropos. It's like the yeah. thrill is gone. We're all deflated. Yep. And I I just thought, wow, this is symbolic. I know. You know what you should do. Don't what? Worry. And I, I don't see them on the rundown. Today, but after after you get done your six hours on the air today, you should go to United Tire. Yeah, and have them fix it. <laughs> we'll send Valdez take the camera, <sighs> record Dawn doing tire changes. I know. You know, in pure selfishness, I would have loved to have seen a video of that. I know you were doing something, but yeah. man, wow. Well, uh, yes, I know that the Phillies' loss is a big story. Yeah, but I think the bigger story is Dawn changed a tire and got here on time you guys are in better moods than i am i am miserable i know between my baseball team my political party i've got to get dental work at 11 o'clock today you know when i get home i might just stick my finger in a light socket (laughs) just to cap off the day (sighs) (laughs) wow yes so we will touch on the phillies for sure 
Uh, we have a fourth vote coming up for the House Speaker ongoing saga. We also have a big take on Joe Biden and the financial connections that he has adamantly dem- denied for, for many years. Well, if I did it, show me the money. Okay, well, we're going to show you the money today. So that's coming up. Of course, we've got Tony Bruno. Uh, and then also some hypocrisy with the Biden administration when it comes to talking about age and certain bans. Joe's going to have to be dipping into his wallet more because his independent numbers in polling approval numbers are not that good. And once again, another commentator, another writer, another op-ed saying, you know what? All this Palestine hate in America? Blame it on the guys on the radio. <laughs> no. Yes. Typical. Oh, man. Typical. Yes. Cool. It's our fault. That's correct. Kale oh, and man. company leading the attack against wow. the Palestinian people. So uh, we have a lot to get to. This is going to be. If you miss any of this show, you're dead to me. Yeah. Look, if you're switching back and forth, don't. We yeah, know. Don't. We know what don't. they're like. It's. It's. Yeah. It's. Yes. Yeah. The Phillies lost. Let's move on. We Should Rob Eagles. Thompson be fired? Yeah, I just can't. What? Six one zero. Whose fault was it? Okay, it was the fact that your three biggest hitters couldn't couldn't hit. Yeah. That's whose fault it was. That's correct. That's Bryce Harper swings for the fences every time he freaking. Is that back because he wants to be a hero? Yep. Run around the bases and give hand signals yes. rather than play small ball. Yes, throwing Thank all you. kinds of gestures. I think those are gang signs, personally, <laughs> but I haven't confirmed that. The truth is, you know, I don't think it was stolen. I just think that pitcher. Did they certify? Was, did they certify the win last night? I know <laughs> they were just better. What a we got outplayed. We did. As I always say, we got outplayed. That's will correct. The, will the lawyer then switch her story and get on uh, camera <laughs> and cry about it? Because I've heard that happens. Carissa checking in very early on the YouTube uh, chat. She says, uh, did Greg forget that Dawn is a woman? That's Woo! Right, That's right. Yeah. Sorry. W-O-M. Yep. Damn right. Yep. Pronouns the goat. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the news. There's a lot of it. 6.07 on a Wednesday morning, and away we go with Dawn Stensland. And good morning. Yeah, it's a bummer of a morning this Wednesday, October the 25th. We're sponsored this morning by Consumer Cellular. We do have some sweet news as far as the forecast goes. I think you're going to like it. So let's get to it this morning. Uh, The developing story this morning, two people killed in a shooting in Philadelphia's Hunting Park neighborhood early this morning, 3900 block of North Reese Street, along with another scene just a block away at 39th and North Fairhill Streets. According to police, they say when they arrived, they found two men shot in the head with several shell casings at each scene. Both men died at the hospital, so they rushed them there and they were pronounced dead at the hospital. So police trying to figure out the motive and also searching for the killer or killers. But uh, two men dead early this morning in a murder mystery. You know, after a solemn day in Philadelphia, and we were certainly yesterday paying tribute and asking everyone to pray for the family of veteran police officer Richard Mendez as yesterday morning and even early afternoon was the funeral, first the procession, then the funeral and the burial of one of our own gunned down, killed in the line of duty at PH at Philadelphia International Airport Airport by a group of armed thugs who were trying to steal a car. Those three accused suspects, they are in custody under arrest facing murder charges. But it was indeed 
a day where thousands were across the country and here in our area were here to honor the life and celebrate the nearly, actually three days shy, three days shy of 23 years on the job of our veteran police officer, Richard Mendez, just honored and remembered, not just by his daughter and his wife, but the entire community as a real hero. And so on this day, on today, what is uh, District Attorney Larry Krasner doing? He is back in court trying to reinstate those charges against another former Philadelphia police officer, Mark Dial, for Dial's role in the fatal shooting last month of Eddie Irizarry. So the DA's office, as you know, had disagreed with the decision by the municipal court judge, Wendy Pugh, who had agreed with defense attorneys uh, that they had overreached in their charges. So today, uh, DA Krasner's um, ADAs, his prosecutors, back in court today trying to reinstate these charges. Um, remember, he had charged Officer Dial with mm-hmm. first-degree murder charges among a slew of other charges. Yeah. And the, the line from his attorney, I thought Brian McMonagle was the, Brian McMonagle was the best line to say, a tragedy does not necessarily mean it's a crime. Thank you. And uh, what has changed with the facts of the case that makes Krasner think that he can retry this and find uh, a way to, you know, get back to where he was trying to be with, you know, the charges of, you said what, first degree murder? Yes. Yeah. First degree. Hopefully this judge sees it the same way as the prior judge. Yes. Um, And, you know, I will say, I know you're going to get to a lot of the national news. There's a lot swirling, obviously, with Israel, Hamas, Iran's role, the speaker vote today. We have a different name in the mix, Mike Johnson. We'll talk about all of that with House Republicans. But I'm just staying local for this first broadcast. And that is Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro signing a bill aimed, he says, at protecting dogs and the people who adopt the dogs, people like many of us, like me, and communities they call home. So all dogs in Pennsylvania will now be required to be licensed at the time of purchase, whether you're adopting, going to wherever you're going, that license cost, by the way, is going up. Oh, nice. It's increasing $8.50 starting March of the, this coming up year in 24. Fines for unlicensed dogs will range from 100 to $500. And so anybody selling or adopting dogs at retail to the public are responsible for disclosing that breeder information, vaccination, medical documentation, and uh, documentation, and if the dog ever bit anybody. Oh, okay. Well, so, if the dog, uh, so they want to find out if the dog is a lot like Commander was with Joe, taking chunks <laughs> out of people. So we've got a vaccination comment there in for the dog, and eight dollars and fifty cents. So dog licensing. Yeah, there goes that. Uh, there goes that two two gallons of gas I was saving up. <laughs> they want to. They're. Uh, I don't know if the dog's going to take a bite out of you, but they're definitely right taking a bite out of our budget. That is so correct. That's going on. Let's um, tell you about our sponsor, Consumer Cellular, offering unlimited talk and text on every plan starting at $20 a month. Stay connected in rain, sleet, and snow with their premium nationwide 5G coverage. No contract, free activation. Visit ConsumerCellular.com, and you're going to switch today. All right, we do have some low lights. <clears throat> our fills the thrill is gone and we lost the nlcs diamondbacks closed out the game 4-2 they advanced to the world series we don't we fell flat so we do have a, a one low light okay listen in 
Diamondbacks playing the other way in the outfield, playing to pull on the ground. One and two, Seawald ahead of the count. He'll try again. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air, right field. Carroll going over towards the line, nearing the foul line. He's there. He's got it. And the Arizona Diamondbacks have beaten the Philadelphia Phillies here in Game 7. They have ended the Phillies' season. And it's the Diamondbacks who celebrate on the field here at Citizens Bank Park as they are the National League champions. And the Phillies who took Game 5 out in Arizona to come home with a 3-2 series lead. They lose both games at home. Horrendous. As the offense held to only three runs over two games. And the Phillies' season comes to a disappointing end tonight. And now we shift our attention to... The Eagles! The Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, I never thought they would lose back-to-back home games. And all I asked for yesterday on Twitter before the game was... Can I get some production out of Stott and Bohm? And I got both of those guys to come up and make a big play last night, and they still lose. What They had the bases loaded, came up empty. Yep. Schwarber had the leadoff double. I forget which inning that was. They came up empty. Mm-hmm. It's just like, how many times can you strand runners and not cash in? They are always, I've never seen a team that they're either all hot or all cold. It's so bizarre. It is. Like, I love Nick Castellanos, but for the last 25 at-bats of the playoffs... He was about as useful as as Anthony Dorenzo in the Biter's box. This is just an automatic out. By the way, how good do we feel about the standing ovation for Trey Turner? Yeah. Oh wow, he he really uh, came up uh, came up big in those yeah. last couple of games, don't we? Yeah. Are we glad that we all embraced him as yeah. a city? I, I will yeah. say this, you know, is good Rob, job, WIP. Yes, Rob Thompson got outmanaged for sure. Uh, he didn't make the changes I thought were necessary with some of the guys in the lineup. But I will say this. If they would have won this game and made the World Series, they were going to get the uh, the Texas Rangers, who are managed now, believe it or not, by Bruce Bochy. He's got like three or four World Championships from the Giants years, like right around the Phillies dynasty stretch, 2010, 2012, 2014. Even if we would have won this game, Bochy would have outmanaged Thompson in the World Series. So wow. That's just a... So would we rather have gotten here? No, I'd rather always get to the World Series. No, 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 you're not hearing my question. Okay. Would you rather have gotten here or not made the playoffs at all? Gotten here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, never, I'm never one of these guys that, well, if I can't win at all, I don't want to make it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not me. Okay. I'm just yeah, I don't think, up. and that's, you know, so we lost the first Game 7 in, uh, by the way, the franchise's 141-year history. We, we should have known when that stat came. I know. I know, right? We should have been like, okay, well, all right, this has never happened before, so... Yep. um this is over. It but, is. But look, I mean, didn't a satellite radio guy say he was going to retire? Yeah, if... Chris Mad Dog Russo's hanging up the headphones today, folks. Wow. He said if the Diamondbacks win, yep. he was going to retire. Yep. I will leave satellite radio forever. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. That was good. Wow. That was really good. Yeah, good luck. Of why. If something tells me he's not walking away from a seven-figure <laughs> salary. No, I don't think so. He also has a contract. So, yeah. like, if Nick or Dawn were to come in and say, you know what? If uh, so-and-so doesn't win speakership, I'm retiring. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you can't do that because I have a piece of paper that you sign that says that you can't just walk away from this job. That is correct. Listen, I was just like, I hate these announcers, the pregame people. Oh, yeah. I, hate, I wanted Greg Stocker to have a YouTube camera up. And then just, and I go, and then at the end, I go, I want Merrill Reese. And Larry, oh. Larry goes, he's the Eagles. I go, I know. I just want him <laughs> to do the, do the Philly. Just like right now, I just, I just was yeah. mad at everybody. Yep. 
Oh, oh, but but we it was feel your pain. But it was a good season. Yeah, yeah. I know. On the bright well, side, we don't have to hear Ron Darling anymore on TV. Oh, he's the worst. Word, he's the worst. All right, rah, rah, rah. All right. forecast is hot though. I mean, it's really heating up uh, today. NBC Ten First Alert forecast: seventy-four. We got this going for us, which is nice. Seventy-four degrees, sunny, and this sunny stretch takes us all the way through sunday so 74 today 78 tomorrow for your thursday 79 degrees friday saturday 82 degrees and then sunday 76 i mean this is just a uh the rest of the week is like summertime so at least we get to enjoy that thank you nbc 10 for that forecast all right thank you very much dawn 617 wednesday morning a midweek big take the big take on kale and company all right, the big take this morning, straight cash, Joey. One of the greatest sound bites in NFL history is when former Vikings wide receiver uh, Randy Moss mooned Packers fans after scoring a touchdown to which the NFL would fine him substantially. The diva wide receiver would be asked in the locker room by the media how he plans on paying it. His response, straight cash, homie. Now, fast forward all these years later, and we have Joe Biden paying Almost $3 million for his Delaware beach home. How did he pay for it? Straight cash, Joey. The current president of the United States of America was able to pay $2.75 million in stone-cold cash just five months after completing his eight-year term as vice president under Barack Obama. No mortgage, just straight cash. Rates, approximately 2.3%. Sounds a bit suspect, right? Where did the money come from? How was nobody interested in this? And where was the investigation? Well, America threw a fit when Donald Trump overestimated the value and worth of Mar-a-Lago. Yet Joe Biden has spent his entire life working in the public sector as a governmental employee. A nice six-figure salary, but hardly a lavish lifestyle. And his wife, the First Lady Jill, a Philly girl, has spent her life as an educator at known academic powerhouse institutions like Northern Virginia Community College. I'm not sure what they get paid. It's probably more than a radio producer, but hardly the salary you might make at Harvard as you squash free speech. Jill also taught at Delaware Technical Community College. So let's think about this for a moment. Joe Biden paid nearly $2.75 million in cash for a home in Rehoboth Beach, Within weeks of Hunter Biden sending a threatening text message to a Chinese business associate demanding a $10 million transaction. So either Joe Biden has saved every single penny he ever earned, has won the lottery, took the Eagles on the money line with a Delaware bookie, has tremendous instincts with the stock market, or has acquired this money through corrupt business practices that are linked to transactions with his son Hunter and foreign nations. Now keep in mind... Joe Biden is not only dubbed middle-class Joe, but he himself has routinely claimed to be the poorest man in politics. Here's a montage of Joe over the years crying poor. Listen and watch. I had the great pleasure of being listed as the poorest man in Congress for 36 years. I didn't think you should make money while you're in office. I had the dubious distinction of being listed as the poorest man in Congress. I was listed for the entire time I was in the United States Congress as the poorest man in the United States Congress. I, my net worth was net zero a couple times. Net zero. I can relate. So Joe was poor. He was raised in the Puerto Rican community. He spent time in Jewish synagogues. 
and countless other populations with other demographics. He's the everyman. He's the ultimate chameleon. Or he's been using his name and position as leverage in a pay-for-play scheme. And now, more than ever, it looks like he's connected to influence peddling for the profiting of his family members. So where is the smoking gun? Well, if you ask Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican from Georgia, she believes they have finally uncovered it. Listen and watch this. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to give you the news. If you haven't seen it already, we now have direct evidence that Joe Biden took payments, direct payments from his brother, Jim Biden, in a complete money laundering scheme. And this links him to foreign investments. Democrats have been giving us hell. The media has not believed our stories. On oversight, we have been investigating Joe Biden directly and his corruption through his family businesses because Joe Biden is the brand. Well, now we have a check for $200,000 that came through a company that his brother had invested in and they were cycling money through from foreign investments. This is the most explosive news. This news to be needs to be spread everywhere. Make sure you tell everyone you know, share this video, share this post. Joe Biden has been busted and we just got the goods. We have the receipts and we have an actual check that Joe Biden received directly made out to him from his brother, Jim Biden, for $200,000. Again, this check was written to him directly out of a company where money had been brought in the very same day. $200,000 was paid in from a foreign country and $200,000 was written on a check to Joe Biden. This is corruption at the highest level. Make sure everyone knows and we have more information coming soon. That was Marjorie three days ago. So you've nailed them. A check for $200,000. The goods, she claims. The receipts. Of course, nobody has talked about this story because you guys can't find a speaker of the house. But $200,000. Corruption at the highest level. I appreciate the effort, Marjorie. I really do. But if you think anything will happen to the President of the United States who has a D in front of his name over a measly $200,000, You are sadly mistaken and absolutely foolish. But is this another piece to the puzzle? Absolutely. As my favorite legal scholar Jonathan Turley would write in his latest column, the president's taunt to show him the money may have just backfired. Where's the money? That laughing quip from President Joe Biden with his surprising reaction to the disclosure that a trusted FBI informant has conveyed an alleged bribe worth millions paid to Joe Biden by a Ukrainian businessman, Turley goes on to write. Biden seemed almost to morph into the Cuba Gooding Jr. character in Jerry Maguire, getting Tom Cruise's character to chant, show me the money, over and over again. Much like in the movie, the pundits and politicians picked up the refrain, insisting that nothing matters unless critics can show a direct payment to Jill or Joe amongst the millions sent to Biden family members. At the same time, They opposed any investigation by the House. But now the House Oversight Committee has released evidence of one such transfer that might even satisfy Cuba Gooding Jr. The payment occurred in 2018. James Biden received $200,000 from a company called AmeriCorps. James listed the money as a loan repayment. And loans have long been a source of controversy with the Bidens. James Comer and Jonathan Turley have more of the details pertaining to the $200,000, which we'll get to at the bottom of the hour. But we will wrap it up with this. 
Joe Biden is so out of touch that even musician 50 Cent is criticizing him. Remember 50 Cent didn't want to vote for Joe Biden in fear of becoming 30 Cent? Well, he has because of Bidenomics. But in regards to Joe Biden spending another weekend at the beach, the hip-hop artist tweeted the following last weekend. Hey, Joe, get the F up. We in trouble, man. This is in reference to Joe relaxing at the beach again for the weekend as war rages on in Ukraine and in the Middle East and as Congress is in chaos. But maybe Joe Biden took a page out of 50 Cent's playbook with the mantra of get rich or die trying because Joe has certainly gotten rich. And that's the big take. The big take on Kale and Company. All right, big take this morning. If you want to jump in, thoughts and reactions, 855-839-1210, the phone number, Twitter and Instagram at 1210WPHT, or, of course, on YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT, hit the like and subscribe buttons, and be a part of the Kale & Company comment community. We'll get reaction and thoughts to Joe's big cash-in, as well as when will the House finally have their speaker? Yesterday might have been one of the most embarrassing days I've ever seen for one political party, and we'll get into that on the other side as well. Nick, Dawn, and Greg. It's Kale and Company on a Wednesday morning on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get ready to start the NFL week off right, because right now all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Tomorrow night, by the way. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Bucks and the Bills. And you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. How about this three-leg same-game parlay? Stephon Diggs for an anytime touchdown. The Bills on the under at minus 8.5 and, and over. Total score at 42.5. By the way, I meant the Bills at minus 8.5. Build your own or you can choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Go to FanDuel.com slash Greg and sign up right now. You don't want to miss your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay. On America's number one sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHD and is the, and is the official betting partner of the NFL 21 and over. President PA. Refund issue does not withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call 1 800 Gambler. It's Kale and Company on demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company live here. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Nick Dawn and Greg. 855-839-1210. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Or watch us live on YouTube. What's on the cut sheet at 745. Tony Bruno at 825. You know, uh, you, you think about just how rough of a day it was yesterday. You know, if you're a Diamondbacks fan and a Democrat, life is good. If you're a Phillies fan and you're a Republican, life stinks. Uh, and before the Phillies embarrassed themselves on national television yesterday, Republicans were embarrassing themselves. And it's so bad and it's so embarrassing that this has gotten all the attention, all the coverage, not only from uh, you know conservative talk radio, but mainstream media laughing at the Republicans and how they can't get their act together. And when the mainstream media is covering the ineptitude of the GOP for their search of a new Speaker of the House, they get a free pass, so to speak, to not cover or discuss any of the recent findings of Joe Biden. I don't know about you, Don, but I have a cool 2.75 million laying around. And, you know, as soon as I figure out a few things in my personal life, I'm just going to use that straight up to buy a house. 
No mortgage. I'm not going to be like some of these suckers out there paying 8%. I'll just put down $3 million cash and nobody <laughs> will bat an eyelash. They'll, they'll be like, oh, that's cool. And Nick Kale was, uh, he's like Gold Bar Bob. He just keeps everything in his closet. He can buy a house with $2.75 million. Like this, yes. should be, this should be a big deal, Dawn. $200,000 check. I'm not saying it's the smoking gun, but I do think it's a piece to the puzzle. And nobody's talking about it because the Republican Party is garnering all the attention in headlines because they can't find a speaker. Yeah, and I agree with you. They All of this is why they need to get it together, and hopefully today's vote with Mike Johnson ends that. I will say for this that, you know, that what, the, what they're saying is that if down in the description of the check it says a loan repayment. A lot of loans in that family, huh? So they're claiming... That, well, it was a loan, you know, my brother, you know, was paying me back. Mm -hmm. But then my question is, have they done what we don't know because of your point, because they're not, you know, nobody's in session. The question then becomes, okay, if he borrowed the money, do we have evidence of where the money came from? You know, because 200 grand in cash is a lot mm-hmm. to be to have liquid first of all sure you need a financial advisor if you just have 200 grand that's, yeah that's liquid you let alone 2.75 million right yeah right unless you're freeing some stuff up so do they have all the records to show where the money came from mm-hmm. and then which we know money there are receipts with all money so do you have all those receipts that okay when did he borrow it yep and where was the origin of that money etc that's just what we don't know. But they're claiming, well, it says right there, loan repayment, yep. brother, brother payment. Uh-huh. But they can say that because of what you're saying, right. that, that there's no accountability right now. That is correct. are all, all whining at each other. And they are whining <laughs> about what transpired yesterday. Uh, this was, I mean, honestly, you had to, if you weren't paying attention, you could have you know, got all caught up at the end of the night and saw in like kind of sequential timeline order of what transpired. But if you were trying to pay attention to it and tracking in real time, whether it was on television or on your social media app of choice, you saw essentially Mr. Tom Emmer emerge. And we'll get into some details with all of these, but the the, the bullet point headlines are, you know, Tom Emmer emerges. We find out the details and his history. Trump posts a truth bomb on Emmer. Within hours of that happening, Emmer drops out. Then we see Mike Johnson rise up late in the evening. And in between Emmer dropping out and Mike Johnson becoming the guy, there was this kind of speculation that maybe Kevin McCarthy takes back the House speakership with the caveat being Jim Jordan will be my assistant speaker so i'm gonna come wiggling my way back in like a little weasel but i know you love having somebody that represents maga so i'll i'll elevate jim jordan to the assistant speaker it's like somebody becoming the offensive coordinator of the eagles again but they really wanted the quarterback coach to get it but you elevate the quarterback coach and say hey why don't you be my special little sidekick assistant? It's like the uh, it's like the office. Dwight Schrute as the assi- <laughs> the assistant to the original speaker. Jeez, what, a j- what a joke! What it an really absolute is. joke this is. Have you ever seen the GIF or the meme on social media where Mister Rogers is sitting on his little bench and he pulls out the clown yeah, mask absolutely. and he pulls it over that, his face? That creepy clown mask that encapsulates everything yeah. yesterday. Now, beautifully, it does. So you have Tom Emmer. Democrats want him to be speaker. He voted for every Ukraine aid bill. He has defended Ilan Omar. 
and he is obviously the complete opposite of anything MAGA related. So he is the GOP majority whip from Minnesota, and he's also been really ripped by, I think, actually both sides for supporting the abolition of the Electoral College. So that's not going to work out. That's not going to fly. He's in the he's in the news cycle for a couple of hours, and then Trump goes to truth. And this is after having this phone call conversation with Emmer over the weekend, where he says that Emmer's a big fan of his. So he's brown nosing. He's trying to suck up to Trump. And Trump posts this yesterday in the afternoon. I have so many wonderful friends wanting to be Speaker of the House, and some are truly great warriors. Rhino Tom Emmer, who I do not know well, is not one of them. He never respected the power of a Trump endorsement or the breadth and scope of MAGA, Make America Great Again. He fought me all the way and actually spent more time defending Ilan Omar than he did me. He is totally out of touch with Republican voters. I believe he has now learned his lesson because he is saying that he is pro-Trump all the way. But who can ever be sure? Has he only changed because that's what it takes to win? The Republican Party cannot take that chance because that's not where the America First voters are. Voting for a globalist rhino like Tom Emmer would be a tragic mistake. And obviously, once that goes out, uh, the stock for Mr. Emmer goes down. And within a few, I think it was about two and a half hours afterwards, the news comes out that Emmer drops his speaker bid hours after winning the GOP nomination. And if you think about this timeline now, we are just a day past exactly three weeks where the House voted to remove Kevin McCarthy as speaker Emmer became the third Republican nominee after campaigns by House Majority Leader Steve Scalise and Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan failed to prevail over resistance from within the GOP conference. And here we are now with Mike Johnson, and it looks like around 9 a.m. again this morning, another round will happen, and away we go, and we'll see if he gets the votes. But, you know, I thought yesterday was telling because it played out exactly the way I said it would yesterday on this show. I wanted Byron Donalds. I knew I was not going to get Byron Donalds, and that's exactly what happened. Donalds kind of drops out of it again, but now he's kind of back in the mix. And if you've paid attention timeline-wise last last night, they're down to, I think, four main people left. And now, actually, Byron Donalds is one of the four still in it. I thought he threw his support behind Mike Johnson. Am I wrong? Did that that, that happen late last night, too? Did I miss that? I don't know. I think Donalds is still technically in the mix. He only got like 29 votes or 24 votes. Yeah, Yeah, and that's the concerning piece of it. McCarthy is not technically even one of the final finalists okay and mccarthy i got i think he got what did he get 43 votes okay he still had a lot of votes right yeah he had 43 votes in the final round mm-hmm. so there i think there's still the, the great the best line i i heard was somebody said it's like a merry-go-round i mm-hmm. think we might be in for another merry-go-round today yeah. because uh mccarthy is still you know if he's not even a named guy mm-hmm. and he's still getting all those votes I just hope it not like you said at nine o'clock they need to meet they need to get it together and then not just please God don't take the vote at noon mm-hmm. unless you know you've got the two seventeen right just just keep on let's not go through the process right. if if you know you're not going to get to the total needed yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I'm telling you my bus idea I like the bus put them on the bus I love it you know but yes then I guess they and that people would say that was uh, contributing to climate change yes. or something. But 
this, <laughs> they the, ran the bus. The, the biggest slap in the face to all of this is, and I, I know there there are more moderate Republicans that you know certainly listen to this show, but there's a, a, a lot of conservatives and a lot of Trump supporters and the MAGA base that is sick of having these rhino moderate swamp establishment creatures and they don't they're not going to settle for the kevin mccarthy's of the world or i mean maybe mike johnson according to matt gates uh quote it was worth it we went went through a lot we adore him and i think he's going to do a great job for the country and for the right reasons mike johnson is not bought was not bought and paid for mike johnson does what is right that's what matt gates said but like there was a part of me yesterday that I just got to the point where I was so negative, where I said, the Republican Party doesn't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about us. Because if you end up with just another one of these Kevin McCarthy's, it's just the same old dance with a new face and a new name. And there's a lot of people that are just sick of it. Well, they really are. Is Mike Johnson any different than that? I don't. I don't know anything about uh, he, him. That it he, seems to me he's from like, Louisiana. He's. It seems to me he's a little more conservative than some of these other people. He's, he's more not than, considered a rhino, right? Okay, right. And so that was a big thing. He also voted against certifying the 2020 presidential election results, which Emmer did the opposite yeah, of. He so well, yeah. Emmer is I. The fact that Democrats were even willing to, some of them, sit out so they would take the margins down. Mm-hmm. The fact that the Democrats wanted him, wanted Ember yeah. uh, so much. That's the red flag right there. Uh, yeah, right? I don't think you want him. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, right. That's, a, that's a, be like an Eagles fan saying, yeah, go ahead, Dallas. Yeah. Hire Mike McCarthy. Like, that's man. a great hire. Go ahead. Have him. I just think, because I was looking up the rules, I, I seriously started thinking maybe they have to think outside the box. Technically... Technically, in our Constitution, you don't have to be in the House of Representatives. So I can nominate Don Stensland right now. So I'm just saying, maybe they. Yeah, but maybe the, I'm saying Newt Gingrich. Yeah. I'm saying bring Newt. I'm serious. Bring, bring Newt Newtie back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Newt, Newt. You serve your country. But it's Article One, Section Two, Clause Five of the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. It does not explicitly state that the House membership is actually a requirement. Oh so God. could they bring I, in? I can't believe we're here. Like, I know. Really. Yeah. But just get somebody who's an outsider who could just take him, just get him mm-hmm. back on track. Nobody's going to get all the votes, though. Nope. It doesn't matter. Nope. This whole thing's been hijacked and sabotaged, and, and we're if, just sitting here looking like idiots. And if this guy didn't vote to certify the 2020 election, he's going to have just as much of a, of a hard time getting the nomination or getting the uh, getting the votes as Jim Jordan did. Yep. So because people in Biden districts... Republicans who won Biden districts are looking at that like I, I I'm not touching this with a ten foot pole. That's correct. What so, about Judge Janine? Oh, you guys, she's got Come my on. vote. I mean, she's had my vote for a year, right? Exactly right. <laughs> Eight Nick <five>. Kale, <laughs> Nick would want a C-SPAN. He'd want the YouTube camera right there on, yeah, yeah. on Judge Janine, right? Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten is the number. But what you're seeing it play out in real time here, where, where everybody's kind of drawn a line in the sand. You have the the moderates and the rhinos that are saying we're not allowing a Trump-endorsed MAGA guy like Jim Jordan or Byron Donalds or anybody else like that in. And the Trump supporters, the the more conservative base of the Republican Party, are saying, no, we're not going to be on board with another Kevin McCarthy or anybody remotely close to him. That's the divide within the fractures of the Republican Party, and it's legitimately playing out in real time in front of your eyes right now. And I don't think that there... There's a lot of people who are just sitting on this, and they're not going to vote for anybody because mm-hmm. of the fact that these eight ousted Kevin McCarthy without a plan. Right. And 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 a lot of them still haven't gotten over that and don't want to vote for anybody else because it looks like 
it, it's in shambles. It is. So, it really is. You know, it, it's just there's no winning. There's no winning here. And I, I just, you know, look, at the end of the day, I could care less if we don't have a speaker of the house. I it just it, the, my life goes on just mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I get it. <laughs> you need to when you're in government, I get it. You you want people in there mm-hmm. who, who are, uh, you know, agents of chaos and who want to upset the apple cart and, 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 you know, blow up the system. I I support all of that. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, at some point you do have to get back to the work of yes. governing. I mean, you went That's 15, your job. You went 15 rounds with McCarthy. And now we're look we're closing in on almost a month since his ouster. And if you're Matt Gates, I mean, you were look, and there was that rift, that beef. It, I think it was absolutely personal between uh, Kevin McCarthy and Matt Gates. But Matt Gates got ultimately what he wanted, and now he has not been able to pull off the second part. It's one thing to remove McCarthy. It's another thing to get the guy in or the lady in that you want, and he hasn't been able to get the second part of the deal closed. 855-839-1210 is the phone number. We'll come back. It's getting pretty bad for Joe Biden, and we're not talking about money, but we are going to talk about the cash that he's spending on new ads because of his low polling numbers, and that includes all of the network polls when it comes to independence, because we know that the 2024 election, should it be Trump and Biden, is going to be very close. We'll get into that on the other side. It's Kale and Company as we continue on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app. Wednesday morning. So what if the House doesn't have a speaker? So what if we didn't make the World Series? We still have the cut sheet coming up. We have Tony Bruno. 70 and 80 degree days of weather. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Did you find somebody to play with you? No, nobody wants to play with me, Dawn. Nobody wants to go out and hit a bunch of balls around with big sticks. (laughs) What are you going to do? Golfing is good for you. Hey, maybe the Phillies can play with me now. They've yeah. got their tea time availability is <laughs> wide open. Yeah. Aww. Hey, if, uh, Alec Bohm, you want to play eighteen? If uh, if 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 we're done hugging Trey Turner, maybe he can help you. Yes. You know, yeah, I'll let Trey carry my bag around. I tip well. How much? How much did we pay him? And how much? Uh, Was he a three hundred million dollar guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and and. Look, they took us to the bitter end, and well, as he Bryce two, said they'll be back. He had two good months, so yeah. you know that deserves a standing took ovation. Us to the playoffs. It's like House Republicans; they've had they've had a month or two, and for the most part, it's been it's been a disaster. <laughs> uh, what's so it. devastating about it too is, is that thank you, fix. Uh, what's so devastating about it is is that they um, there was such high hopes, like all. Even us on the show, like we were just like, mm-hmm. I think this team can do this. Yeah. Like this is this is the this is the year. Mm-hmm. They just look so hot. Yep. And it's just such a. I mean, this is the. Oh, I hate to say this because this yeah. sounds like go ahead. Hacky sports radio. Yeah. Is this the biggest choke in Philadelphia sports history? Six one zero. Come on, is it? it? No. It's this it's is not. the thrill. No. This is the thrill of especially baseball because it's not like a football season where you only have yeah. so many you know games. This is this is a marathon, right? And that's oh, what makes it go. exciting. Mom. Those, Mom. those Philly te- <laughs> those Philly teams in nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. That fell uh, that fell apart when the wheels fell off of Ryan Howard. Those were bigger chokes. I mean, this is a good like this. They were favored, and they would have been favored over of uh, Texas in the World Series. But this is not a super great team. Like this is not a hundred and five win no, team. They're great. They're, they're good. They're, they got hot again. Remember, they great. started they started off slow, 
They would they win ninety one games. I mean, they're not they're not a hundred and three. You know what it team. shows me though. I, I don't know, bro. They were <clears throat> they were pretty great. I'm not excusing it. It's yeah. embarrassing. But biggest it, choke ever. No. But it shows you that this is the piece of it. And yes, we all tell our kids this. There's the head game, right? That they went into it. So you had the, the Diamondbacks, a much younger team, mm-hmm. aggressive, taking risks. Yep. Little base stealers. I was uh-huh. like, uh, I, the yeah. Yeah, they played small six. ball. Yesterday. Yeah, they played small yeah, ball. We, it was we, like we little just, kids. We just swing like, for the fences. Yeah, right. There, there was no, there yeah. was no home runs hit by the Diamondbacks. They just played small ball. Yeah, they moved. They did. They moved runners. I'd and, like to punch. They, I'd like to punch Corbin Carroll right in his schnoz. Oh boy, <laughs> I cannot stand that little bugger. <laughs> but seriously, they played like like a like a kid who yeah. who doesn't have a doesn't have a worry in the world. They had nothing to lose. Right. Was, yeah. right. Right. Th- that nothing Those to lose. are the most dangerous teams, yes. too, by the yes. way. The teams who have nothing to lose are the most dangerous And teams. to their credit, they did sweep the Dodgers, who were kind of good. So, yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. They were, yeah. yeah. They were just... Yeah. But no, no, it's okay. Bryce Harper kept uh, swinging for the fences so right. he could take victory laps. And, yeah. uh, and well, it's okay, man. He listens, throw, to, he listens to WIP all the yeah, time. Yeah, I know. No, I know. Look, I know. we love Bryce Harper. He's a we, P1. Great. I just Wonderful. think it's like the song, you know, just dance. You got to live. You got to live in that moment. Yeah. And it's a, it really is a head game. And so you have to... And it's psychological. It's not just about... The experience, the physical prowess, yeah. all of that. It's just being in that moment and mm-hmm. owning it. And somehow they needed to get there. Yeah. And they just did it. I will say this. Because, now they're dancing on their own. Biggest, biggest choke in Philadelphia sports history. Thank you very much. How about this? Dawn's it's... breaking down sports and changing tires. And the yeah. sun hasn't even come up yeah, yet. Yeah, if you missed the opening segment today, first of Aww. all, where have you been? Dawn yes. Stenslin. Dawn Stenslin changed a tire yeah. in the middle of the night <laughs> and, and, and was here before Anthony Dorenzo. <laughs> but do you know what the truth is? All I could think about, because I'm in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. And so it's like, I think that when, when anything happens where your vehicle is disabled in the city of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you suddenly have this adrenaline and this strength. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? That you're going to do stuff like get it done. at warp speed and just, just figure it out. That's uh, correct. Because you don't want to get, uh, you know. One uh, one comment about the uh, the house speakership yeah. Yeah. before we uh, break here. Daniel on the YouTube chat writes: "This is the process, people. Uh, this is the process, people. Sit back and enjoy it. This is mm. this is the people's house at work. Debate is their job." Okay, there you go. I mean, look, look he's he's not wrong. It's, yep, right. it's supposed to be messy. But there's been too much of it in a short period of time. I don't disagree with you. Given yeah. the crisis, it, you know what it is. If if we didn't have all this crisis, right? If we had peace and prosperity. Yeah. And interest rates were low again, and America was great again. Then it would be kind of fun, and we could get the popcorn and laugh, giggle about it. Yeah. But we have war looming. We have 220 souls being mm-hmm. held hostages in the Middle East. We've got Ukraine. We've got interest rates through the wazoo. Some cars are like 33%. Try to get a mortgage, 8%. Right. Open border. Um, FBI's most wanted how many of them did you say? What was the update uh, just the other day? Fifty one. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean it. It just everywhere you look, it's a crisis. And so yeah. to have people who look like a car wreck or a yeah. train wreck when they seem so self involved, right? Rather than being focused on fixing things, that's what's frustrating. That's correct. And then there's also the big picture of 
you know, what, what is the future of the Republican Party? Is it a dying party? Are you ever going to be able to take back the White House? I mean, the Senate, is that going to flip? Are you, you narrowly took back the House. It's like people gave you the opportunity, yes. put their trust in That's you, right. and this is how you've paid them back. <laughs> All because they can't pick a speaker, guys? I mean, settle down a little bit. I mean, this isn't the end of the world. How, how Life you, goes on, man. How would you characterize the first nine months of the Republican-led House? An S show, but, like, that's the point. That's the point I know one. I get it that the House, and that's why, by the way, that's why they don't get the six years that senators get, because they're, goof, they're look at them. Yeah. Look at them. Look, look at the way they're acting. But the truth is, it's not so much, I, I get it that this is the process and all of that. The problem, the biggest problem I have is the immaturity level of of a group of eight who have no game plan. Yeah. Like my teenage kids would know better to say, "All right, what's our what's our end game? What's the goal?" Yeah, it comes off very sophomoric. And exactly, it does. And I so it, totally it's like it's like you're the little baby having a temp a temper tantrum, mm-hmm. and you you never really had a game plan. I'm not going to vote for him because he doesn't like me. Like what? That's what it looks like. Yeah. By the way, the greater Chris on Twitter says, I nominate Ted McGinley for speaker because I'm ready for this friggin' show to end already. <laughs> Ted McGinley from. Uh... From Happy Days oh, yeah. and uh, Married, Married Children. Children yeah. He was Jefferson Darcy. Yeah. yeah, So he's nominating Ted McGinley, which yeah. he might get more votes than Byron Donalds. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's not right. But that's what you could ask people. Who do they nominate? Exactly. That'd be, that'd be cute. All right. Coming up next, uh, we w- I want to give you these numbers on Joe Biden with independence and also the big lump sum of cash that Joe is now taking out for new ads because of his low polling. And then later, before we get to the cut sheet, One of the most hypocritical things you will ever see an administration do, they're trying to ban one thing while simultaneously promoting something that is far more dangerous. That's on the way of Kale & Company. Hour 2 is next. We'll get some news from Dawn here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Start your day with Kale & Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app.